0: Welcome to the Innovation Squadcast. If you are looking for a podcast about instructional strategies enhanced by technology, you came to the right place. In our conversations, we will talk with tech experts, share ideas and strategies to help you build your toolbox with tools that you can use in your class immediately.
1: Welcome to the Innovation Squadcast. Today, we are talking choice boards, but we're taking it to the next level with HyperDocs. In an effort to increase student ownership and engagement, Try using HyperDocs to shift the focus from teacher-led lectures to student-driven and query-based learning, allowing students to actually learn through exploration. Today, I'm joined by Pam Hubler, um, who we were, again, doing choice boards Mm -hmm. last week um, and uh, decided that we wanted to do another whole episode on HyperDocs as we kind of got into the weeds with that and didn't want to (laughs) make sure that the choice board uh, podcast was too long. So before we get into it, though, let's pause for this week's quick tech tip.
2: This week's Tech Tip is all about Canva and the amazing new features that were unleashed last week. Go to Class Link, click on your Canva account. You will be brought to your Berkeley County Canva. You'll see right here, Discover the Magic from Canva Create. Following this Watch the Event icon, you will see all these new features. Yours might have a bow on them and look like a gift wrapped present. I was so excited, so I already opened mine to see all about the features. To learn a little bit about each one, watch the event and it will give you about a one minute preview. Once you've watched that, if you feel like you want to check out one of these features more closely, then click on it and it will walk you through the steps on how to use it. To so go check out all the brand new features in Canva. And if you have any questions, reach out. Happy creating!
1: Thank you for that quick tech tip. So, you know, we're doing choice boards and we're mm-hmm. talking about them. And, you know, definitely check out last um, week's episode to um, look at that. Look at the show notes, lots of good resources if you want to go the choice board routes. But another way that you can um get student you know engagement is using hyperdocs and it doesn't have to be choice board it can be Um, but um but you know kind of you know what when we started talking about hyperdocs what kind of Mm -hmm. we're in choice boards i guess what kind of drew you to hyperdocs
0: well i found a book first of all and if you're on if you're video here it is (laughs) if you're listening listening, it's called the hyperdoc handbook um, digital lesson design using google apps and it is by laura highfill kelly hilton and sarah lindis Um, and they kind of started they change their choice boards to be more interactive, where the students are actually participating in them. It's not like they are turning in, they might be turning in separate things, but sometimes the choice board is literally just here, pick from these things. They don't do anything with the choice board. Um, A hyperdoc makes it where all the learning is kind of packaged in there as well. Sure. So that way it's a great way to differentiate um, and give kids more options. Um, But they're actually using the choice board to actually do all the work from teaching, learning, um and submitting in sure. hyperdoc so yeah. just kind of takes it to another level so yeah. their book was um kind of how I started getting into it because I was kind of like what's the difference between okay if I just have a document with all these things linked to it that's not actually a hyperdoc correct yeah <laughs> there are hyperlinks on a document but it's not a hyperdoc so um you definitely have to look at the examples to really see the difference sure
1: and what I noticed too is like the big Part of this was student creation, which Mm -hmm. is where, you know, definitely caught my attention because, you know, creating these hyperdocs, allowing and then inside of that thinking about, all right, where can my students create something? Mm -hmm. And then also, how can they display it right there inside of that hyperdoc? So that and that we've talked about that with John Spencer's book and how it then takes the the learning to a different level. when the students know that it's not just for the teacher, but they know Mm -hmm. it's for the class and that multiple people are going to be looking at this. Um, that definitely can change how they attack that particular um, assignment. So I thought that was really cool as well. So. Right.
0: And in the book and on the show notes, I, do, I use a lot of quotes from the book. So this is definitely not like sure. we didn't create this. It's no, just no, no, we're no. just talking about it to get our, our teachers involved. Um, but a HyperDoc is that interactive Google Doc. It could be a Google Slides. There's a lot of different options sure. you can do. Um, and it just replaces kind of that standard worksheet method of delivering instruction. So mm-hmm. um, and then you still have to look at a, a good lesson design. Um, But the hyperdoc just allows teachers um, to package a lesson um, with the students in mind. And it's not just where the teacher, the teacher is almost giving them a curated list of resources. um, And then they're in the hyperdoc to do the work
1: so so let's get started like Mm -hmm. when a teacher is looking to create a hyperdoc how do you create one where would you start
0: well first um basically you have to look at your objectives just like you do for anything else exactly um and then maybe even like what into learning style you use whether it's um there are a couple different ways where the easiest one we've talked about this with the choice boards where you have like that explore explain and apply um where you're thinking about how um how your students are going to explore explore the content um and then you might even give them some information that explains it so even if they didn't get what you really wanted them to from the exploration on their own um then it might even be like a little video that you embed or that kind of thing and then but then they have to apply something with it um and this is where you can actually do it right in if you have like a text box or whatever um in a google doc where they have to enter their information they're applying right on the choice board so it's kind of like mixing them together right
1: that's what I really liked. I like that part of being able to you know show their their what they've created right there mm-hmm. with links and different things so I thought that was really cool yeah you know um when you're looking at you know you know you've determined your objective you've mm-hmm. selected your kind of your your learning cycle, right, depending on what it is that you're looking to do. And then and then what are you looking to do next um, after that? You know, I know basically how it would what what Google things would you use right. to create them yeah. because for the questions I'm looking for as well?
0: you can use um the suggestions that they were talking about or like google docs slides forms and sites yep. um slides and google drawing i could really add drawings in yeah there drawings too. would work as well yeah um just because it would just depend on how much content you're going to put in there so in google slides and google um, drawing they're very similar so right. if it's a one page um, document that they're going to be working in drawings would work sure. um, but if it's multiple pages which a lot of the times, they will end up being multiple pages, and Google Slides is good.
1: Yeah, I like the Google Sites one too. I mm-hmm. mean, that was like a, you could must do a whole unit right there inside of it. Yes. Um, and then with the Google Sites gives you options to create different pages, have mm-hmm. ways for them, and to be able to insert a lot of different content into that, and have the kids share their content. Right. I thought the Google Sites was one one I wouldn't have thought about originally, mm-hmm. but I thought that was a really cool, um, you know, way to be able to build a, a nice little uh, hyperdoc.
0: So, yeah, and it's um, hard to explain. <laughs> Yeah. If you're just listening it is kind of hard to explain it is a little bit easier to check out the resources sure. um to see the examples. Um Google Docs is another one um where you can have you can kind of spell out all your content and then have like if you use a table, table and you insert so, yeah. a table so that way when you force make a copy um, for the students, whether you're using, I mean, you can do this in Schoology. You can even just send them the link. You don't even necessarily have to have it as an assignment sure. um, where you can force make a copy and then they can just type right in those um, fields. Um, Google Forms, uh, that one is, I don't see that one quite as much yep. because you can't get as as creative in Google Forms, but they can still enter their content and their answers and all that stuff into the Google Form. So I, th-
1: I would think you'd use Google Form, you You'd use Google Forms more as something like inside of the hyperdoc in a way that they're yes. applying or explaining some information before they move on to mm-hmm. you know whatever their next um, particular assignment would be. And I think that's where you would do, like to use your Google Forms, and definitely again check out our show notes. Our show notes uh, link is found in the description window, um, and so definitely you know check out uh, this as we've got you know all the different resources. We have video for the tech tip of the week if you wanted mm-hmm. to check that out. The ability to join the Squadcast PD. So. Lots of great stuff inside of our um, our show notes. So we've determined the objective. We've selected a learning cycle as far as explore, explain, apply workshop model, your five E's, things that kind Mm -hmm. of go along with our choice board that we talked about uh, last time as well. There's actually a hyperdoc model, right? Um, as well, what was what was that one? You were, I remember you were talking about that one.
0: Yeah, and I think the one that most people use um, are the 5E instructional model, where right. it has the engage, explore, explain, elaborate, and evaluate. Because um, the hyperdoc model is a little bit longer, so that's one you could really you can go like you said with like the whole a whole unit, unit right? Um, where you have the engagement, the exploration, the explain, the apply, but then you also have a share, um, a reflect, and extend. Right. So it kind of pushes it. To the next level especially with the reflection um
1: yeah. i and like then, that yes. too. i really like the extending part because mm-hmm. you're early finishers you always got to have somebody ready yeah, to move on
0: exactly so. early finishers and then the ones that are just like i really got into this unit sure. um i want to look into it more but it's not a requirement um so they might not turn anything in for that but so there's a lot of different models in that book it's actually a really great book it is. um if you really want to get into this and then they have a website um that's just the hyperdocs.co and you can see samples um my favorite is when you look at the samples because when you look at them it's a little easier to tell oh okay i understand what this is makes a little more sense exactly um so i'm just gonna click on one so that way let's see so if we wanted to do like let's say earth day is one of the the options um it actually opens up a weekly collection um so that way you can see all the different ones um And I'm going to go to just one of the Google Docs one. Um, so this one is just our um, Earth Day where it has the explore and it has the videos. So watch the videos below um, and then you go into the explain and then you can select an option to explain um, what you can do to help the Earth. Sure. So you, got, so, you can have some choice inside mm-hmm, your HyperDocs, exactly. so
1: like the choice element comes in, which
0: is really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they have you could do Flipgrid, you could do any of the learning management system, whatever you have to be using. And then there's a slide for um, apply. Um, and then you just use a drawing tool for this instance. Um, and then when you click on it, it'll actually take you to whatever it is, whether it could be, I don't know, you could have it on a jam board. You sure. can have anything that you want them to yeah, actually videos, be able to, thing links, mm-hmm. whatever,
1: right, so whatever cool. you want them to click on. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, and then the good thing is, is once you have all this, um, gathered together, then kids can actually look at each other's too. Yep. So all you have to do is just share that one document. Um, I know some teachers even take a link to their creations and put them all, like if you had that Google site, or right. in the comments on your learning management system, or you know, there's lots of ways to share it. Because as we said last time, when the kids create um, and they know their classmates are going to see it,
1: right? The it work changes how yeah, they do it. it. Changes. Yeah, changes. Yep. So we've done three steps. We've determined your objective. We've looked at the learning cycle. We've selected your package. Step four, what would that step four be?
0: So step four, when you get into, you have to build your workflow. So you just consider four questions when you're doing that. And um, first is how will you push out the information for the students? whether it's just a link um, or if you're going to really, I would think like in Schoology, you can just do it as an assignment Um, and then feedback. You'll have to think about how you'll interact with the students to provide feedback because if they're turning in a Google doc or something, you still want to be able to give them feedback. Right. And then um, how you collect things, like how are you going to collect the student's thoughts or what they did or the products that they created, um, whether it's an assignment or maybe they're just sharing a link, um, putting it on one document so that way everybody can see. There's lots of different ways that you can do that. Um, And then, of course, you do have to think about how many clicks that it takes because... You don't want to take forever to right. so look at the students work. And then you also um, want other kids to be able sure. to look at it pretty easily. And that's
1: what's nice with Google is that you can like embed videos right in uh-huh. there, embed certain links that make it really easy that there shouldn't be a whole lot of clicks inside of this to get them where they want to go. Mm-hmm. So right, that's where that's,
0: Google Slides. I do think Google Slides is probably the best for right. this. And I think a lot of people do it already and don't even think about it yeah. um, where all they have to do is add in a uh, a shape that has for them to enter their text Correct. for their answering yep. and then it becomes a hyperdoc instead of just a choice board
1: sure and so that was step four. And then there's only one more step. And which one is that?
0: Yeah. And that's just to design your yeah, HyperDoc. Um, and we did put in the show notes, there's um, a screenshot of a sample HyperDocs for every subject. And if you go to that site, you can really click around and get some ideas of all the different ways that you can actually create them. Um, and this is one thing I know we were talking about how this would be a nice uh, workshop. Definitely. Um, Cause I think a lot of people are really have gotten comfortable with the choice boards, but how we can step it up a notch and, um let the kids actually interact with them instead of just being uh, like a worksheet i think that's
1: that's the best thing about this is that the kids are inside of this Mm -hmm. they're working inside of the document and they are going to be able to show what they've created inside this document to other students and so they're learning from each other um they're holding each other accountable you can have Mm -hmm. that reflection piece you could have the evaluation piece the students getting involved and 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 we always want again. The more the students are doing, the more they're learning, and that's I think mm-hmm. the most important thing. And that's what I really liked about these hyperdocs. So, mm-hmm.
0: and on that site, um, they do have um, something called Teachers Give Teachers, and um, another thing that I would call like almost like a free teacher, yep. free yep. teacher. It is free. Um, so where you can browse the templates and the samples, so you can look at the templates, which is nice to give you an idea what it looks like, um, and you can make a copy of those and just start right from there, where you don't have to start from scratch you can just use one of their templates and then the samples um that's where what I was just talking about as far as all the different subjects um so it's a great way to be able to just kind of do some research and see what would work for you um and it's yeah check it out it's definitely a great place to start
2: yeah,
1: and then in the show notes we did a HyperTalk templates link. There's Adventures in HyperDocs from the Shake Up Learning show. Um, you can also again learn more there. HyperDocs for Social Studies had to, you know, throw in my social studies mm-hmm. peeps out there. Um, and then also had like the impacts of HyperDocs on education, just so you can learn a little bit more about it. it was uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was a pretty interesting article that I was reading about. Um, you know, the mm-hmm. impact that they can have and making um, learning, you know, engaging and important. I think the four C's are going to be here all over it yes. as far as the kids are going to be having to collaborate because mm-hmm. you can create that inside of your your HyperDoc. Um, they're thinking critically, they're, they're, they have freedom mm-hmm. now to be creative um, and they're gonna have to be able to communicate. And whenever you get the kids doing the four Cs, I think you're winning.
0: So. Yeah, and I think there might actually be one, a four Cs hyperdoc in there as yep. a resource. Um, and all those different resources we have down there and you talk about social studies. Um, this is a great way um, to combine standards. Yes. So like if yep. you know you're doing social studies and ELA, you can combine so many different things into one hyperdoc um, and really plan it so that way you kind of hit multiple standards at one time.
1: Yep. So, definitely check out our show notes. Join the Squadcast PD so that if you listen again, two episodes you get an opportunity to get some extra users a Google form to fill out. Just tell us what you thought about the episode. Um, and then be able to get a couple an hour of credit for every two episodes right. that you listen to. Um, so definitely join that, and that link is also in our show notes as well. So
0: and be on be on the lookout for the uh, the HyperDoc HyperDoc uh, workshop workshop that we'll do. <laughs> AD, yeah, so, definitely. Yes. And if
1: you have again any questions, always reach out to your ILC team. We'll be more than happy to, you know, be able to help you with mm-hmm. uh, building one of these, point you in the right direction for templates, and and come up with some great, you know, activities for students to be able to create uh, inside of there as mm-hmm. well. So, definitely. Yep, we'll definitely look forward to that. So we really appreciate everybody listening. Reach out to us with any questions, and keep checking into our podcast we keep sharing more information. All right, thanks. Bye. Bye.